Happy Friday, everyone. I hope you guys watched last week's episode and had a happy Easter or whatever it was you were celebrating. You enjoyed your weekend. We're back, but we're not back like we were last week, Troy. We're back with another episode of Legally Speaking, What the Fuck? I think this one's <laughs> this one's for sure, What the Fuck? I think so. I think we're on it. All right, so as we mentioned at the end of last week's episode, we're going to be talking about voting rights, specifically around the defamation case brought upon by Dominion Voting Systems. It's a doozy. I would call it a doozy. Would you call it a doozy, Troy? Oh, it's it's the best, I think. All right, well, we have, quite frankly, the encapsulation of the entire issue in our video this week. It's coming to you live from Instagram, and we can't wait to show it to you. But first, we're going to cut away to our tune. We'll see you guys in just a minute. All right, Troy. Now, before we introduce the video, he's about to cover a lot. He does a phenomenal job, in my opinion, and quite frankly, in a point of utter hilarity, goes over each individual issue to this topic. But can we just start with a little bit of an opening? What exactly is he talking about in this video? So basically, if you remember, the uh, Trump, one of President, former President Trump's lawyers, uh, uh, I can't remember her name, Sidney Powell. There we go. She uh, said all these things about the Dominion voting machines and said all these these things that they were, you know, basically there was a conspiracy and they had all this incorrect data and they swung the election, all this other stuff. And she said she had loads of evidence. Right. And it just never came about. So Dominion sued her for defamation, saying, hey. You said all these crazy things. You, they were not true. They were false. And we've been damaged by it. And that is the case. And th her defense is what we're going to hear about. Trey Crowder is amazing, funny, very, uh, very smart and wit, uh, as a quick wit. Um, but he's going to cover what I couldn't cover in 20 minutes in like a minute. Sounds good. Well, first, we'd like to say, if you're listening, Trey Crowder, thank you so much for this video. It is phenomenal, and I can't wait to share it with you guys. We'll be right back. Yo, I can't get over how the Dominion people were just like, hey, Sidney Powell, you said a bunch of really bad shit about us that wasn't true, didn't you? And she's just like, well, yes, but see, the shit that I said about y'all was so bad and so not true that it really don't even count. Like, imagine if the Night Stalker had been like, hey, you know, y'all really can't even get me for these murders, see, because what I was doing, super murder. Totally different thing. Yeah, she said that shit. They're like, well, how does that work, Sydney? Well, see, because it was so outlandish and absurd that any reasonable human being would know that it was bullshit. Okay, but if my nine-year-old hits his brother with a goddamn folding chair and then tries to be like, where's wrestling, Daddy? Everybody knows wrestling ain't real. He's still gonna be some pretty deep shit. Hey, we'll try to act like nobody would believe it when thousands of people clearly did believe it. And then after they believed it, tried to overthrow the goddamn government at the Capitol building. How's that work? I'm sure Sydney would just be like, well, yeah, no. See, I said that only idiots would believe me and all the people at the Capitol, they were, you know. Oh, God damn it. It's the Fox News defense. Same way Fox News defends themselves 
about spreading harmful propaganda. They're like, look, we're just scamming dumbasses, guys. That's all we're doing. It's fine. It's like, yeah, the dumbasses have guns and shit. It's like, where does that stuff end, man? They're just going to keep going with that bullshit till they're standing on a mass human grave under a sky no longer blue. Just like, well, he was just playing. Fuck all that. Fuck Sidney Powell, too. I love y'all. Bye. I can't help but laugh at that video. He does just such a phenomenal job. And it's kind of one of those things that it's so funny because it's all true and it's just ridiculous. One place I'd like to start, I don't really have a firm grasp on the difference between, let's say, defamation, libel, or slander, I believe, right? Can we just go over from a sheerly legal perspective, what are each of those cases and what do they mean? So uh, slander is the spoken word. So it's and um, and libel is written word, okay? Uh, defamation covers all of it. So it's a publication, which could be spoken or written, um, about someone that's false that is damages them. Very hard cases to prove um, because you have to show intent. You have to show that it was false, that the person had reason to believe that it was false when they said it, and that you were, in fact, damaged. And today we're focusing on damage. And it's like, what the fuck? Like she's saying, Powell is saying, Hey, what I said about dominion is so fucking crazy that no reasonable person would believe it. So there's no way you could be damaged. It's so false that it's, that it's hilarious. And that's the defense. I, it's a, it's a valid defense, but what the fuck, right? Yeah, no, I mean, coming from just a sheer place of, like we said, it's what the fuck. So coming, so defamation, obviously, which is the case that's coming against them is, as you said, a very challenging thing to prove because it has to be intent. A lot of people, I personally, we talked about this. This was the very first episode of Legally Speaking was freedom of speech in regard to freedom of speech, freedom to protest, all of those freedoms, freedoms to gather in regards to the insurrection at the Capitol. Quite frankly, you can't, I personally see, I'm obviously not a legal scholar, nor am I, I actually, I do enjoy history, but I'm not a history scholar, but you could see a pretty direct line from the rampant discussion of a fraudulent fraudulent election to people wanting to protest it at our state's capital. I mean, that was an incredibly crazy period of time. I am so happy I'm out of high school and college because those chapters of the history books are going to be pretty thick. Um, but what I really want to talk about here is this case. Let's look at it from a specifically legal perspective. And I can't help but say what the fuck. So let's start on the prosecution side, which is saying that they were damaged. Pretty clearly, half the country believed that there was a fraudulent election and that this company was behind it. Where do you think, in terms of their legal basis, their argument lies? So Dominion's going to say, and I think that they've that they've proven already the first two elements, which is here's what you said. I mean, it was it was published over and over and over again. Um, there's no hiding it. Some people will try to say, well, I didn't, that's not exactly what I said. Well, it's on every news broadcast, you know, multiple times. So there's no issue there. The second piece will be, hey, it was untrue. And in this defense, uh, Sydney Powell's not saying any of it was true. They, she hadn't come forward with evidence is that because one of the big defenses is, hey, no, no, what I was saying may be damaging to you, but it's true. Like, suck it up. 
I just want to interject for a second. I like this is a moment with that you just have to say what the fuck. I mean, we're looking at something where she was bringing about this massive argument that it was false and her defense, which is the biggest flip-flop I've personally seen, is that what I said, not I mean, it's just a complete show of character. It's not only not true, it's so not true and so unbelievably fraudulent that it, it there's just no way any rational person could believe it, which is a crazy principle. So I'm sorry yeah. to interject, but that is a crazy principle in my perspective. So continuing from there. Yeah, so she's saying that there could be no damage because nobody would believe it. So Dominion couldn't be hurt by this because who in their right mind would believe it? Well, a lot of people, Sydney. So I think the sh- I think Dominion's got a good case here, um, especially since she's focusing on that one element where it's like, okay, 40 however many million people are nuts. And that's what, that's what she's clinging on to. I don't think um, the those who voted for President Trump uh, think they're nuts, and I think there's plenty of them. So I think that uh, she's kind of sunk here with that defense. Now let's talk about the defense. Obviously, that's where we were just leaning towards. So, I mean, it's it's blatantly disrespectful to I, – I personally voted for Biden, but I know a lot of people who I think are rational, intelligent people that voted for Trump for their own reasons. I'm not saying that I – follow that logic but i do believe that they're critically thinking and intelligent individuals we just come from different beliefs on on specific matters but she basically to anybody who posted on any social media page or anything she basically out loud as her legal case said those people just they're just unintelligent i mean that's am i missing something or is that the core argument is that those people who did believe it and vocalize their belief in this fraudulent election She's just saying that, I mean, those people are obviously are not rational individuals. Yeah, she's calling those people all really stupid. Which is is so disrespectful because... Well, I don't, I don't think that integrity and respect are probably on the, on the high front for Ms. Powell. She has probably bigger problems in this lawsuit because she's put forward claims without proof and that could cost for her license too so so we've covered a lot of kind of the ridiculous basis of this case but i also really do from my perspective there's not much i can say uh with my educational background on this matter but i really do want to just kind of dig deeper into this defamation case because as you said at the beginning of the episode it's very hard to prove defamation but you believe that there is a pretty good case so from a legal perspective from your uh from your knowledge and background in the field how how easy is it to prove, given that there is a clear track record of her saying this, there is a clear response from the public that they started to distrust the Dominion voting system that they have used? How long has Dominion been around? Do we, do we know? I don't know. Yeah. Well, can we go into this? What is, like, I mean, what is the legal basis of both the prosecution and the defense in this regard? I mean, it seems... It seems pretty easy, but why is it such a challenge to prove defamation in regards to uh, the First Amendment? Well, a lot of time, and, and it doesn't apply. The First Amendment doesn't apply, right? Because these are private entities. So defamation is just saying there isn't another protection. It's, hey, you can't just generally go out and say false shit about people, if especially if it's going to hurt them. And so this is what it's pretty simple. 
she said a bunch of stuff. It was false. She's not even saying it wasn't false. Uh, she's just saying it's so crazy that nobody could really, really believe this and feel like this is this could be true. So no way Dominion could be damaged. I just think that, so this is one of those cases that as a lawyer, it's like, oh my gosh, I know which side I'd like to argue uh, because it's gonna be the, the best argument um, and that's Dominion. Um, so it, it's a pretty easy case from my perspective. So now I think one important thing is to, I mean, to continue on kind of the strand of legally speaking, what the fuck? I mean, how the fuck did we get here? <laughs> if you don't mind me asking, I mean, how are we at a place where there is a massive lawsuit coming out because a representative from our government said that there was an entirely fraudulent re- election? I mean, it's important. We always talk about communication and it wouldn't be legally speaking WTF if we didn't. I mean, where's the communication breakdown here from your opinion? Well, I don't think there's a breakdown. I think this was a methodical. So it wasn't that, oh, shoot, we were we were wrong um, or we didn't talk to people. No, I mean, this was a methodical uh, means to get to an end that just didn't happen for them. And so that's the thing. I don't think this is a communication issue at all. I think this is the ramifications of a very uh, practical and uh, and focused uh, communication, uh, I don't know, plan, I guess. So, I mean, obviously, this is a very public and quite egregious example of these defamation cases, but we should kind of decrease the scope of this and say, where have you seen this before? I mean, how con- how how frequently do you see defamation in your work in more small business or uh, corporations, not necessarily on such a public sphere? But I mean, what examples of this kind of stuff have you seen before and how did it all play out? Yeah. So we see a lot of this sometimes when employees say, uh, hey, you're talking bad about me to uh, prospective uh, employers or employees say bad stuff about their company. Um, The problem with most of those on both sides is that it's pretty subjective. Like you could have an employee saying that their company is a piece of shit and it very well could be, or that could be their perception. And one that brings me to a point here, opinions are a caveat to defamation. So they they don't count. If you are saying your opinion, you can say whatever opinion you want and that is not defamatory. If you're saying representing something as factual, um, so if you're saying my company diverts funds from the government to do X, that's factual. And if it's false, that's probably defamatory. Um, so most of these cases go nowhere because the employee is just saying their opinion, my, my company or my former employer sucked. Um, the ones that go places is where the employer gives references or says stuff, even just on the phone, saying, hey, you know what, I wouldn't hire this person because, you know, they sauced it up a little bit too much on the job um, or whatever. I mean, it could be true or not true. It becomes a claim, um, especially if it's not true as a defamation claim. If it's true, even it can become an issue. But uh, they don't go very far because now companies just provide neutral references for the most part. Um, And companies aren't pursuing their former employees because they don't have money for the most part to try to pay even if they want. So that's a really interesting point that I think we can end this discussion on is 
is the fact that this is such a big case is because it was noted and in multiple interviews and public statements is that there was evidence that there was a factual basis for what she was saying which is a huge difference between i mean is this is there any more defamation cases coming out from dominion against i believe fox news has one as well Dominion yeah exactly it'll be interesting to see how that unfolds but they have a similar we won't go into it today but similar interesting defense you know yeah so that's the that's the point of the defamation where we started where we started is where we'll end this episode is defamation comes from a place wherein you can openly speak your opinion positive or negative that's not there's no legal backing for defending opinions however the misguided discussion that your opinion is some way or another factual is where you start to edge into that defamation uh that that side of defamation am i correct on this yeah that's right exactly so I mean, we're going to go into the practicality of this when it comes down to the Sidney Powell case where it's because she said there that she had evidence that she was fact that she has fact did is was there any actual I know there was no evidence ever brought forward, but saying you have evidence is leaning towards factual, correct? So if you say that there is evidence of that, is that factual or is that just a false defense of your opinion? Well, I think that there's two facts here. She says that the there is objective data that shows that the election is fraudulent and saying what that is. And then saying, I, in fact, to back that up, I have objective data to show and demonstrate that what I'm telling you is factually correct is true. So those are both facts. Uh, there's no opinion laced there. It's a uh, those are facts and both defamatory on different levels, but they tie together. I mean, I think in Trey's video, the most f- hilarious part of the video is when he discusses this is quite frankly like Jack the Ripper or any of the most notorious serial killers on the planet saying that murder isn't murder because it was so gruesome. It was so egregious that it wasn't just no one would no one would no one would say that anyone else is capable of that kind of devastation which is quite an interesting like saying that what you did was so illegal that it couldn't possibly be tried yeah kudos to sydney i mean i don't know many others who pull that off i mean it is just so fascinating and i mean i'll say my opinion clearly it is an opinion but i am so glad that we are through that four years because seeing some of the stuff that came out now and where we were going quite frankly, terrifying for a 23 year old. Again, my opinion, (laughs) don't, don't, don't hit me with defamation for anyone else. No, (laughs) but Troy, again, thank you so much for hopping on another episode with me. This was legally speaking. What the fuck? Because I mean, I, what else is there to say besides what the fuck in this? Yeah, there are no other words. (laughs) There's quite frankly, no else, but is there anything that you could say on, uh, this in practical terms how to avoid defamation and libel slander any of those in a more practical sense less egregious in the workplace i think so like just don't say shitty things about people i mean honestly that's the bottom line and i i am surprised at how many people i get to charge hundreds of dollars an hour to just bottom line just don't say shitty things you know just avoid it you don't have to say nice things just don't say shitty things 
and then we'll be, all be good. Yeah, I don't see I, – I just don't see any practicality in why you'd ever just talk so poorly about someone – it just doesn't make sense. Just, just let it be. Obviously, they're upset in this regard, especially if they've been fired. <laughs> I would be like, I would yeah. just let it be, let it die a quiet death, not, not so, not so vicious. Yeah, it's hard, I guess, emotionally, but just don't say shitty things, and that's the takeaway for today. I think that's a great one, and we'll end it there. Again, Troy, thank you so much for coming on another episode. I appreciate all of the insight, and we'll see how this plays out. But it's definitely a, a pretty egregious example of of misinformation and basing that as fact and what can come of it. So tell the truth also. It's the golden rule. (laughs) Tell the truth. Be nice to others. I mean, these are childhood lessons, and I feel like we're just learning them on the grand scale again and again and again. Or not learning them. (laughs) Uh, Exactly. (laughs) So our last last comment is, do you know what we're going to be talking about or talking about next week? So next week, Joey, as we promised, we're going to bring Liz – our HR person back. Um, and she's going to answer questions that folks have asked uh, about how to handle things, uh, all HR. And you'll get the Liz answer, and maybe she'll let me give the Troy answer. Fantastic. Well, I'm looking forward to both answers. You guys heard it. These are your questions. So please reach out to us via Foster Group AZ on Instagram and reach out to us there with your questions. I'll be monitoring the chat, so I'll be able to pass those along to Troy. Also, the Facebook is the Foster Group. So let us know, and we will answer any and all questions, most likely around five, uh, of what is the most pertinent things that can be answered by Liz and Troy. Thanks all. Have a good one. Thank you so much, Troy, for coming on this week. I'm looking forward to next week. It's going to be Legally Speaking with Troy Foster. We're going to be nice and tight next week, but have a great weekend, everybody, and we'll talk to you soon.